This is Speaking of Sports, a weekly podcast where we give you our take on sports' biggest stories and news. I'm your host, Ray Scipione, along with Coach Al Harris, Chad the Whiz Kid Grimley, and the Godfather, Chuck Grimley. Speaking of Sports is sponsored by Grimley Financial and produced by WildfirePodcast.com. Oh my, the boys are back once again from Grimley Financial. Speaking of sports, guys, what a week. So let's dive right into our... I love how Chad, our producer today, brought you in with the with the point. He does. He gives Big us the point. We got Chad producing. Chad. I'm back behind here. Which, which means we may or may not get the St. Pete's buzzer, right? We, <laughs> might, we, we might not hear Chad speak today, but, but we, we did warn him that he has to participate I, here. as I, he types on his I, phone. I, I learned from uh, uh, from the producer, Jim, that I don't need to watch these green bars as long as I might. You don't. He actually just shot me down. He was like, don't do that. I, I handle all right. that. And I do, was like, not, wow. do not. Ingest the green bars. I felt or look at the green bars. I felt That's empowered, a, and Jim told me like this is worthless. You're wasting your time, and we're, here I am. We're we're making a reference here to two weeks ago when Chad pinched for Jim and just basically omitted the buzzer, so everything ran over. But that was fun. Yes. Here we are today. If everybody, if the, uh, our our listeners could hear the pre podcast chaos that takes place in this room. <laughs> it was wild. It, it's another show. It, it's, it's as good So as we're that. only 20 minutes late because we were uh, screaming at each other for about 15 yeah, of those and minutes. Then, and then Ray, of course, tells us at 3 in the morning we got to change right. the time of the podcast. That's right. That is a uh, water main break on Route 70, so I was like, how do I get to Grilly Financial? That's <laughs> right. Know? We had a blast. Anyway, here he we are. swam here, by the way. God bless us yes, all. He we're did. here, man. We're healthy. We're alive. We're having fun doing a podcast. And, and we're rocking and rolling. So. Yeah, and get more around listeners each week which is cool um, that's right it's 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 neat so let's go let's dive in man. so let's dive right into our in. five <clears throat> minute uh we're gonna talk five minutes on five minutes. the sixers flyers oh i forgot we're done the flyers we're we just done the it. flyers we just <laughs> that's <laughs> we just our flyers seconds that's right we spent <laughs> we just the flyers blip uh, it's going to be called the Flyers blip. Just as long we're as just, it takes you to say the Flyers, we're moving on. That's right. We're, so we'll, we'll give them a head nod. We're every week. <laughs> every week we, we we start with five minutes on the Sixers. Currently, but, we'll see for how much longer. Before, before the Phillies, we start, yes. just think about the fact. Yes, that Philly has a sports franchise, a major four, that we're not even talking about on our podcast, and nobody cares. Like the people I know, that a storied franchise. No, no one has said yet. You know, it's offensive that you guys aren't saying something about hockey. That is true. On WP Radio, it just doesn't ever come do, up. Do you do you want to know what's offensive? We've spent forty five seconds talking about the Flyers for now since we said we're moving <laughs> on from them. So, so so why don't we cut that, Jim? Just cut that out. No, we're just <laughs> yeah, but kidding. Al, you'd like to talk a little hockey, wouldn't you? No, very little. little but bit. I mean, we keep talking. <laughs> the little. buzzer's going to come in on the Flyers, which uh, is going to blow everybody's all mind. All right, let's right. let's get started. So uh, why don't we start with our uh, Philadelphia 76ers. They're struggling a bit, as Chuck predicted. Um, boy. Yeah, to be clear, to be clear, and, and I know our listeners have heard this so briefly, 
you know, nothing against James Harden. Mm -hmm. I don't know the guy. I have no axe to grind with James Harden. Uh, When I did my statistical analysis of Harden back when the Sixers made the trade, I saw some indicators that were extremely concerning rather than than break down all the numbers. And they beat you up for it. I got Mm -hmm. murdered for it. You know, who's the negative guy for Char Hill, on the radio, all that stuff, right? And I just stuck to my guns that when you see shooting percentages go from, you know, 56% on two down to 41 and three point, I just stuck to my guns. Then I did research. And the research, if you want to trust it or not, there's, there's people say, oh, don't buy into the research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, let me tell you, once we de- make that, we declare that research can't be trusted where this world is. So they had him ranked like 480th on D because he was overweight, not getting back at all, not transitioning. So that's what happens. The D-League players were ahead, ahead of Harden so, on D. All right. Okay? Let me, let, so the turnovers just we... completed. The turnovers were still the turnovers, five per game. Okay. Okay. The three-point was way down. The two-point was way down. Still had assist. Empty rebounds. Look at a rebound in the NBA. Okay. They take the shot, and the players turn and start to transition. Do you remember the day of boxing down on a rebound? Absolutely. And you fought for a rebound? We did it. That's where that's where look, was the good times. Look at most shots. That now, obviously, on an inside shot where another big is trying to defend the rim, you see battle for the – but look at most shots – and the players have already transitioned. Absolutely. And someone's going to get so, an empty rebound. Before we run out of time, the, the, the yeah. Sixers look horrible without Embiid. They're, they're down 0-2. They got blown out uh, yesterday. But let's let, – let, I just want to bring one quick topic before we run out of time. Do you believe now, people, that Embiid is the MVP? No. No? No. The Sixers are a – JV team without him. Right, but that doesn't take away from That's the m- title of most valuable player, isn't right, it? Right, Definition, but, rather? Well, I don't think so because the Sixers aren't as balanced as some of the other, other teams in the league where, I mean, look at the Heat, how balanced they are and what they're doing to the Sixers right now. Yeah, now, sure. I do want to like see, and I'm, I don't know if Embiid's going to play tonight in game three. It's not he's out sca- yet. Well, no, he's, it's, it, oh, God, I, I got Is excited he, there. He gets, he, he's out. He's, he's hurt a he's lot. He's scheduled out. You know, I'm going to call the guy brittle because he has an eye You, you won't know. The decision has to be made by 5 o'clock tonight. But right game. now he is listed as out. Well, Before do- I got yeah. here, that's what I heard yeah. on WIP. Yeah. He's listed as out. Now, that, like you said, that could change. I just if, can't understand if, this guy if, not playing. Yeah, if we're on Sixers, why don't we talk about the resign Harden? That's the question. I think that's the hot topic. Uh, and that's what we Sixers. talked about before we came on. Do they make this hundred million dollar mistake, Coach Al? What do you think? Well, I think there's one more year he can get forty-seven five, and right, then you're going right. to have to make the big right. commitment. To I it. don't want to give him forty-seven five. Do you, Chuck? Forty-seven five. You can't keep giving more no. money when the guy's on the way down. No. And look at your younger players. That would be absolutely ridiculous. I mean, and they know it. They know it. Uh, but they got to give it to him, right, to save face, man. because you traded uh, you know, Ben Simmons. Sat in his chair about eight months ago, and Mitch was to the left, you guys, and I said, and you remember it, that the Braves would not sign Freeman. And Correct. I took. Just about as much heat for that comment. Oh, you don't understand the loyalty and how much Freeman's their whole culture. I did understand all that. Sure. 
they weren't going to give him forty million bucks when no. they have a, a minor league. They get six outfielders in the minor league, and they that and they won the World Series. They so they're good for another ten years, and and there's free agents for less. That's the, that was the the comment. And before and Freeman remember, committed, they signed Olson, who's a great first baseman too. So correct, but, yeah, but, but just remember with that, you know, they won one. They won a World Series. With that loaded, loaded pitching staff in the 80s, they only won one. So you know it's what? goofy, man. They're done. They're happy. They yeah. won a World Series. They're good. Look, look at us. We won one in 08. And so then, so and ba- back back to the Sixers here as we're looking to close up Harden. Yeah. I'm going to take the opposite end. I think he is going to get a very large contract. I don't know if it'll be $47 million, and here's why. The NBA is so driven by who scores. And just looking at the 2021 regular season that we just finished, the regular season, James Harden is 17th in points per game at 22. I think that alone will be enough to get him a mega contract. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's 47 mega, but definitely 30s, maybe upper 30s. I I think he's going to – I don't think he's worth it. He'll score 20 points a game. Correct. Play 41 minutes. Exactly. I don't think he should get it. Get his eight assists. Five rebounds. No. As I long as he, he takes will. enough shots, he'll average 20 a game. Oh, but, oh, yeah. hey, Without me, a doubt, he can me, do that. Let me tell you something. If there's a player that belies the difference in the stats, um, postseason, regular season, he elevated the Sixers' offense regular season with the ball movement and the scoring on the quarter line. Okay. Once they start playing defense in the postseason, that the, did you see the heat? How they were transitioning the triangle around yeah, him. Yeah. Every time they set a ball pick, ball screen, two guys would slide over and meet him like eight feet beyond the arc. I said, these guys are killing hard because they're going out to greet him. Real quick, we do, we do, have to, do, do we they have get swept? No. No. They win. Coach? Yes. Nah. I say no. No. All right, let's move oh, by on. The, by the way, who won the, uh, who won the Herrera two hits last weekend in New York? Well, you know who. <laughs> yeah. Only Chuck said two. I, first of all, I set the line oh, at two hits. Everybody's God. like, oh, that's really low. And I said, I went on a tie, and he comes in with two well, hits. Well, what we weren't smart enough to say, how many at-bats is going to get? He only had eight at-bats. Hey, Correct? My, my trickery and oh, but sorcery. We know. We bet right? 240 or above. 240, did he? Yes, absolutely. 240, where's this <laughs> coming from? And you hit, said he'll he hit, hit what, 250? Bullshit. He'll hit 240 or above. Uh, oh, it's for his batting average. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Let's go back to look. last weekend when I said two hits in New York. Two for Chuck, eight, I look, think. Chuck nailed yeah. that. He nailed that. Yeah. He did. He did. But I'll give it to him. If, if, since we're on the topic of remembering yeah. what <laughs> bets we made, <laughs> right. let's go back three weeks ago when I think Chuck said Nola would have an ERA over 4.6 or something this yeah. year. He's yeah. looking good. Nola's in the sub threes yeah, now. I, He's I, really I, brought uh, it around. Now, I'm eating that, some here, too. I, I thought he'd be at least a four. Nola brought it the past three games. Can we get, like, we have the buzzer, we have the symbols, and that's all baked into the keyboard. Can we get Chuck is right? Baked in, you just hit a button. Yeah, I'll just tape. You know, yeah, I'll, well, I'll, yeah. I'll do a tape. I have, there. I have made some Chuck major calls right. on this podcast. What What about the Nola one? Oh, Chuck, we'll see. You're right. we'll see. That's we'll see. We'll early. Do. We'll Jury. do a nice girl voice. <laughs> oh, Chuck, you're right. <laughs> you're such an ass. Thank you. Um, the Phillies. Oh, great game last night, people. Well. If you went to bed thinking <laughs> they won, as Ra- as as Ray did, so he doesn't even know what yeah, happened. Yeah, I don't even night. know what happened. So I'm going to read it off Chuck's notes. Yeah, exactly. Insane <laughs> ending last night. The Phillies were up six runs headed into the ninth inning, and the bullpen blows it. Over twenty. Listen to this statistic, guys. You'll love this. Only the Phillies could do this. 
Over the last 25 seasons, the Mets were zero. That's right, zero and 330. <laughs> Let me repeat that for people that can't hear. Yeah. The Mets were zero and 330 when trailing by at least six runs entering the ninth inning. It's got. Listen, is it? <sighs> I think there's two guys that should be packing, but is it time for Joe? It's just not working out, Chuck. Is it well, time for him to go? Well, Let, let's talk about the game first, maybe. Or all right, yeah. Let Let's talk about the game because there's a lot to unpack. I believe, and I've looked at the replay about 20 times. I believe that Herrera should have caught the ball in center field. Okay. Okay. Um, he didn't but, leave his feet, but, like we said. But, but you know what? I know listeners don't want to jump into the micro, micro, and and all that stuff that we do. But it, just when you do see it again, take a look at the effort. Did he dive? Did he take the right approach on the ball? You know. But they they, they got bigger problems than that. If you're Girardi, do you coach? I used to say to my coach in certain circumstances, we're going to play today today's game like it's the seventh game of the World Series. We're going to play to win because the team that we would have to play if we lose knocks us out of the tournament. So we got to win this game or we go to the loser's bracket type of thing. He has a weekend. He has a monsoon coming across the country. He knows he's not going to play baseball. Use your bullpen is my point. Okay? Use them all if you've got Listen, to. I would, after a losing streak, the Rangers, I got to win that game last night. I, ha- I, I, you know? I coached with a coach, and I hate to say this because he's an absolute legend. But we were up big in a game, and and the team's coming back, and I'm like, Coach, you, you know, he said, Ray, we just got to get it. It's out ver- outs versus runs. So, right. in other words, right. just three. It. But yet they're scoring and scoring. So, he's okay, we're still up four. We're still up three. Well, guess what? Then you're down one. Yeah. You got to do what you have to yeah. do. Get yeah. ejected. Do something. Yeah. Put, I'll throw ten pitchers. Norwood can't be in the game last night. And my Awful. heart goes out to the Awful. kid. He lost his dad. There's a real sad story in back with Norwood and all that. But he's not your guy last night. I also suggest that Nola with a three-hitter in that type of command, uh, what a game he was pitching. I'm not so sure I don't open up the eighth and put him on a monitor each at bat. I've done that before, too. We'll say, we'll, gi- we'll give you the first Correct. batter. How, yes. how do we know you're not going to get a one pitch out? How do we know Absolutely. you're not going to get a second pitch out? You may throw three pitches and get three outs in the eighth. We don't know. Listen, as a coach, we all play to get to the bullpen. Well, That's what we do. Get to the bullpen. Why didn't Joe just leave in Familia? After the eighth inning, he threw one inning, because ten pitches, he won't, mowed him down. They're he, up right. seven. He, he warmed up the night before or and whatever. You, know, you can't you – know, that's how that's – yeah, well, Hey, look, Mitch said he used to warm up every night, so what's the difference? Joe – He threw he, every night. We're at the point, and we're running over. I think Joe really has to go at this point. No, nah, we're still going to find He does have yeah. to go. I think so. Yeah, how he, about Joe driving a motorcycle with a sidecar, and a sidecar has, a, you know, Mr. – from the 76ers. Oh, right, yeah. Right, right with him. Doc. Really? How about we have the, both of them go together like Sunday night? That would be nice. That'd be cute. There it is. That's that what I, I was waiting for. Five minutes? That, that was, was five six minutes. Six minutes. That was, that was longer than five minutes, my friend. 
The Phillies will do that to you. <laughs> All right, so before we move on, Joe goes or not, Chad, what, what, do you, what, what decision are you making on Girardi? Yes, he goes. Al? He'll go. If the break he'll get, like you said, they might have two rainouts this weekend. To me, it seems like he's just not interested. It, it, it hasn't seemed yeah, like he's been demeanor. interested yeah. here. He just doesn't fit in here. But I followed him with the Yankees. That, that's just his demeanor, you know. Uh, and players didn't like it, by the way, in New York. And he also got on players in the clubhouse in New York, which you didn't see a lot in the dugout. And they had a lot to say about that. And Cashman finally said, I can't have this anymore. Bring Leland you know, back. Bring Leland and the cigarettes back. He's back. really Anyone. into the analytics, too, man. Him and that binder. Holy to oh, Anyone but Joe. You know. But don't you think he has half the loss respect in that clubhouse when he of didn't course. make a move out yes. when Lopez pitched Schwarber tight and yeah. then Bone got hit? It's a change up, the yeah. whole type thing. But yeah. I mean, the umpire had come out and went to both sides. Right. There's your warning. Right. Next guy gets hit, and right. Joe's not even out of dugout. No, even if he shocked. gets thrown out, the guy's got to get I know where, where he decides to freak out. And throw a fit his last year when they were doing the hand checks when it first started. He puts on a show of shows over that. You right, know, right. The, he was asking Scherzer, I think it was, to be checked like every inning, and then to back anyway. I would rather have Gabe Kapler back here than Joe. Oh God forbid! At least Gabe showed some emotion. Joe's like a statue in the dugout, just looking at a binder and making bad decisions. Gabe would have told you how good his bullpen did at the end of the game last night. They would have said everybody. I thought was, they looked. Good. We were for wor- the first two outs. Ray, yes. we were warriors, and everybody yes. was at the top of the dugout step. He said that in the loss to the Marlins in 17th and Friday night at quarter yeah. two. Yeah. I typed this at the Howard. He just called everybody warriors. Oh, they're warriors. All right. uh, well, let's bro. get let's right. get to the real warriors. Yeah. Uh, our Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, guys, all A-pluses from what I've seen for the draft. Uh, they go and sign this Carson Strong from Nevada for 300. Yes, people, you heard correct. An undrafted free agent for, th- uh, oh, they say a record, for $323,000 to lure him away from Miami, who was interested in him. I mean, the guy uh, does have a bum knee. He uh, has a great arm, though. Uh, he's and first name is Carson. Carson <laughs> Strong, and yes. he has fantastic college stats. Yeah, but come on, he now. does. From where? Stop. He, he was the fourth. As, as, as the Wiz kid said, he yeah. was the fourth ranked quarterback. Are we going to discount really? every college now if it's not bad? No, right? Nevada like, produces the quarterbacks. School. Absolutely. Are we, are we talking about this? Well, he's an eagle now, so now let's get to the draft. All, right, All A pluses. That's the twentieth biggest point we should talk here's, about. Well, here's the thing I want to bring up. Let's talk about this. People are already uh, reporters are already the, picking the, the Eagles yeah. to win the division. Yeah, go ahead and are do we that. going that far, Coach Al? It looks like a great draft, like you said, everybody. But everybody's got to perform. And why did Dean Lloyd to the 80-some pick? So, I mean, he was projected by other people to be in the top, in first round. So, right. you've got – I think you're going to see a lot of 3-4 if the big boy in the middle can play. And oh, with yeah. Reddick and so forth, it's going to be that way. But you still have to – have the defensive backs and safeties there. So, so we're still – yeah. you think we're a little short still? There's no doubt about well, it. But okay. I think there's going to be a move or two made. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, but the, if, the quarter, if the quarterback develops a little bit more, you got a bona fide, you know, at least top 15 receiver, maybe top 10, depends on you, how you measure. The guy's legit. 
when you put them on, on the skill positions to add one more high-quality skill position in football is a big deal when you have another big deal in a running back, which nobody cares about. Only averages 5.2 yards per carry for his career. Thank you. Which the top 10 running backs in football ever never did. But nobody talks so about that. It's all he gets okay, hurt so too let much. Okay, so let me ask you guys this. Chad, if they don't What win the hell the is division, this? Chad's going like this. What we, the hell we've is that? covered yeah. that like six times with Sanders. Oh, uh, sorry. But we're, we're testing So, today. okay, testing, but if testing. they don't win the division, Chad, is, a, it, is it an upset? It is. It's a bust. Really? It's win a bust. We, uh, first of all, our division's not very good. Well, they yeah. got the running game, as we they heard the 16 <laughs> times. We, uh, they have the passing they game. They have three very strong Bona receivers. Five. One, you could say, yeah, top 20, One, one of the best two. tight They got a top five tight end. Maybe top three. We have Kelsey, a great running back. Great running back. Quarterback and, that's developing. And, and we he can run. Up, and we picked up some big defensive names here. Absolutely. And Ooh. they got a great offensive line. And you got your center of the future that Kelsey was actually doing backflips for. Yeah, that that was another thing that threw me away. They actually asked Kelsey yeah, stop what he thought yeah. before that, they drafted him. That stuff him? makes me half sick. Isn't okay? that crazy? Yeah. Did you hear Howie Roseman on the radio the other day? He and, was like a and, peacock. And I got your back. I got you, bro. I, I, uh, honestly, <laughs> I said to my wife, I said to my wife, get me a bucket. It was. Me a if bucket. you want to talk about second. a turnaround. Up. Hold on. You want to talk about a turnaround. No one liked this guy a year and a half ago, Howie Roseman. He is now yeah. the Messiah in Philadelphia. On paper. Yeah, I uh, every I, caller yeah. I heard loves him. Everyone yeah. I talked to so loves far, him. so far in his resume, he's got a Super Bowl, a one yes, very does. fortunate, the only lucky, one, the you, only one. You couldn't make a movie, and the way the Eagles won a Super Bowl, people wouldn't believe it. But hey, he got hey, he's still yeah. he's still won. I, yep, I don't like did. Howie that much. I think he's kind of a creepy guy. But the way you the way you heard <laughs> him on creepy. WIP, <laughs> if you heard him on WIP this week, week it really was sickening. The whole it was so much of just Angelo. I got your back. You don't oh, think I God. do? I'm here. Right. I got right. you. Right. I was like, whoa, whoa, this is so yeah. weird. I yeah. never it, how he talked. It, like it, we first. talked to Kelsey before yeah. we drafted right. the guy. It was you know what it was. It was gleefully obnoxious. In other words, that's, that's he, a, I'm going to write he, that down. Hold he on. He was so obnoxious. He was so full of himself and happy. Sometimes yes. something has you, you furious. You don't know how to react right away. I listen. It's happened to be here when I read a text about a great, a, a great revenue day. I'm like, oh, for the next ten seconds, I can for my words. You know, <laughs> he but, doesn't look like a football guy. He doesn't have a great uh, voice presentation, but he's Lori's guy. So, oh, he's Lori's <laughs> guy, man. We can end on that. He is Lori's guy. All right, right. Yeah. we're going into our uh, topics for the day. Yeah, hey, guys, we're going to start off on, on on a nice positive note. A classy move. Well. Not positive uh, <laughs> for Chris Bassett, but well, I guess at the end it turned out to be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in the fifth inning of the Braves-Mets game a few days ago, Mets pitcher, pitcher Chris Bassett had two outs, 2-2 two, two count. He threw a pitch that was an obvious strike. The hitter didn't swing. Bassett began to walk towards the dugout. All of a sudden, the umpire called a ball. The pitch was knee-high, cutting back across the middle of the plate. Simply put, guys, home plate umpire, missed it. Chad Fairchild, Chad. missed it. Missed the call. Uh, and it cost Bassett eight extra pitches. But after the inning, the umpire 
apologized to Bassett as he was walking back to the dugout, admitting, admitting, guys, that he did, in fact, miss the call. Is that a classy move or not? Yeah, I just want to say, the reason it's on hot takes is because a lot of the viewers have said, we like the fact that you're presenting stuff that we otherwise may have missed. Correct. In Major League Baseball. So we're looking for this stuff. And it is a classy move. The way he did it was discreet. He didn't walk out to the battle and say, I blew. Right. He sort of angled his by, um, and he just tapped his uh, chest uh, protector. Right. Um, and Let uh, him know it was his fault. His yeah. fault. My bad. That's right. Yeah. I, I would bet his parents probably raised him uh, to be a very fair child when he was growing up. Oh, God. Oh, that, that, fair uh, child. Hit the boom. boom, boom. I you know, th- we I have that button. I don't you know, know where that button is. If you knew is. where it was. <laughs> there th- it is. I he found it. it. He found th- it. It's the only two lit- buttons I, that are lit. I think it speaks to humility goes a long way. And if you you disarm somebody that's upset or hostile, yeah. it works. Own it. And in our society today, we, you know, just pe- people need to own more of their mistakes and shortcomings. And just say, hey, I could have done a better job. You know, it works. Right, Andy. And to uh, 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 we're going to a very serious topic here, guys. We're shutting off the uh, buzzer. Timer. Uh, the timer for this. Uh, just a real heartbreaking story. Um, that it is. It is. James, James Madison University um, softball player Lauren Burnett um, passed away um, uh, with a suicide God, it's just hard to talk about. Uh, she passed away last week, and uh, she was 20 years old, a catcher, played a major role in the 2021 uh, Women's College World Series. And it's um, it's a topic that I think needs uh, to be talked about. She died April 25th, and the Western District Medical Examiner's Office in Virginia told CNN Tuesday that she did in fact yeah. die by suicide. Now yeah. we, we we got some tr- some troubling statistics on suicide that, we, that we'd like to shed some light on, and how important mental mental health is, and and I'm not afraid to say that I I've struggled uh, with that after my accident, and um, you know it, it's you know it, it's it's tough sometimes getting up, and uh, but suicide among girls ages 15 to 19, guys has doubled, doubled from 2007 to 2015, while increasing 30% for boys in the same age group frame, uh, in the same group in the time frame. Um, So, uh, Chad, we want to give, while we're talking about this, guys, if, if you're struggling like we all do, please, please, Call us here at the station. Call somebody. But there, please, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. We're going to give the number uh, several times, but um, it's 800-273-8255. And we want you here. Please. Yeah. Um, guys? This is unbelievable. Um, unfortunately, it's it's in my it's circle of of people that I'm your friends with and I've known and uh, I want to leave it at that but you know that's um, I'll never forget the eulogy a a priest did locally and he said to the kids and the church was absolutely packed to the gills 
and he said he was he was banging on the casket saying this is not an option right this is not an option no. No. and the kids or anybody young adults with stress and the stress is everywhere now in that time frame of depression it looks like the logical option like this i can't take anymore and i'm not a licensed psychologist everybody certainly knows that but uh yeah it, it, it's this the the pressure society puts on athletes parents on athletes mm-hmm. gr- growing up I, I, as a coach you've watched other dads just the other day and my wife marion said oh my god look at that coach the kid's nine i said just think that kid's going to put up with that for the next 10 years maybe i know you know i mean be be berating his son to the point where i, I was watching from my car and I, I wanted to get out of my car and, and talk to the guy. Uh, uh, this kid can't be a part of that for 10 more years. No. He may not make it. No. Uh, I mean, but that's not the only reason. Listen. We, we don't grades, know. Grades, grades. That's right. We don't know the, if the it pressure was points are everywhere. Maybe, you know, she, you know again, no, she we're could not have gonna been bipolar. She, she no, could have no, broke no. up with her yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, we, we don't yeah. know no why. No idea. No idea. But, but people, please, like I, I said, mean, if you're struggling, call someone. Call us at the station. I, Chuck, Coach Al, Chad, we will talk to you. Um, if you need to talk to somebody, please. Uh, again, the the uh, Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 800-273-8255. It just leaves your loved ones broken forever. And um, the, the, the damage that, you know, is left with I, families and friends and yeah. coaches and teammates. And, and, and even got, we don't even know the girl, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we're teary eyed about, you know, a young woman that we've never met, but still the statistics, are, it, it's, it's not going in the right direction. I, I no. just hope we get a chance to learn something from it. I know confident. that's what I want to come. You know, that, I, that's what I want to come we, out. We of all this. respect the confidentiality cloak and all that stuff for logical right. reasons. But right. how do you learn from something hate to compare it to business you know we didn't get a prospect why they said this we want to learn from that and again i don't like that crossover that analogy but boy i hope we find out what's behind it so maybe we can learn and let's right. reach other uh, young adults that are suffering um because it's just it's it's way too frequent and it's uh it would be interesting to see if James Madison had any previous thoughts in this way, whatever, any indication. You don't know. You don't right. know that. No. Right. They canceled the rest of the season. Yeah, and that's, I, I didn't mention that, but the no. James Madison did, in yeah. fact, cancel the remainder of its season, um, yeah. you know, after the death of, of Lauren Burnett. Um, from some of the quotes I did read, that people, of course, want to be very guarded and measured about what they say in this sure. situation, but they said that nobody saw anything coming. No, you, you maybe know. a roommate might have noticed a tendency yeah. and said, "Oh, well, she'll get over it." You you never and, know. And that, yeah. That's that's more more common, unfortunately. Now is a lot of times people don't know it's it's coming. You think this person may be you know one of the happiest people in the world, and something like this happens, and it seems so unexpected. So well, you know, and that and I would just say, look, always be positive, always be nice to people. You never know who's struggling. It could be the you know your neighbor, your friend across. You never know. Always be you know give them a smile. Ask yeah. about how they're doing. Just, just go above and beyond to do, do you know, be nice to people because you never know what what's really gonna, uh, what could put someone over the over the over the edge. Hey, and, it can and be a nicer society. society. And I think that's it, Chad. I think we've 
we've grown as a society just to be so mean and nasty no. and not uh you know just not um but we all know experiences Ray. about i can remember a kid that was like a foot taller than everybody else in like fourth or fifth grade and right. we'd have a recess but he wouldn't play sports and and people would pick on him he was the biggest guy but he he was very you know laid back and right right afterwards you think boy that wasn't right at all this guy every day had to go through this you know it, uh, and you know and, know and, that's, well, and that's you know what i taught bullying, my kid, bullied I, in school and that's the other thing it's just ridiculous uh, we hope it's nothing like that but you know i taught my kids if you see someone who's sitting alone you will go sit with them yeah and, and and they do that, thank God. But um, once again, it it, it could we, we don't know why. I, I don't think anyone knows why. I mean, you know, th- th- there uh, was, uh, you know, back in the day, you heard of the signs. You yeah. know, uh, they give some of their stuff away. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. means a lot to them. Uh, they, they're withdrawn. Self mutilation. Correct. Yeah. Self mutilation. They're withdrawn yeah. from yeah. society. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, this this is a division one. Yeah. There was uh, a, the, a scholarship the, athlete and at, at playing at the highest level yeah, in, the, in the Women's World Series. Just didn't fit all. And we debated whether or not we were going to include this under hot takes. I mean, think about it. Right. And we made some phone calls. We had a conference call. And we said, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, by, by surfacing, by recognizing it, maybe you help one just one. Somebody, That's it. Maybe there's a dad listing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's not like we have two million you know, listeners, but... Maybe um, among our select few, there's a dad listening. This is, hey, I got the number, uh, 800-273-8255, and we're going to use it. Um, right. And, and that, that was the wake-up call I needed. I heard it sometimes in life. You need to hear something that's kind of common sense, but you need to hear it one more time. My dad used to be able to eat. My dad would give unbelievable short advice. You know, bud, blah, 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 blah. And it stuck with me the rest of my life because he would do that once a day. And right. it was spot on, you know. Right. Maybe from this we help one person. Well, we, we hope so. Please, if if you're if you're feeling alone, and you don't think anyone cares, we do. So you, you know, give us a holler at the show. Um, and once again, the yeah, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. All right. Now we'll pick it back up. Moving on, uh, Dusty Baker. He just achieved 2,000, yes, 2,000 wins as a manager. And he has an impressive resume, which I wasn't aware of. 2,000 wins, as I just said. He was, Chuck, the first black manager in Major League history to reach 2,000 wins. 12th all-time to reach 2,000 wins. He has an overall 534 winning percentage. He was the 2002 National Championship with the Giants. He won the 2021 American League Championship with the Astros. And uh, like we said earlier, he is the 12th manager in Major League history with 2,000 wins. So congratulations to yeah. Dusty Baker. Anybody have anything on good old well, Dusty? It took, him a, it, it took a scandal to get him back into baseball, <laughs> right? Because he, yes. he, he was done. And, you know, it, it just shows you that, that black managers have not been afforded the opportunity because look at all the, the number of black players Correct. In, in the game. But to recognize Dusty, uh, he's a manager, uh, player's manager, man. The players absolutely love this guy. I, I've had problems in the past with some strategic stuff he's done in postseason. Uh, the knock is that he hasn't, you know, uh, won a World Series. 
He's had been on a lot of talented teams. Um, how he made a lineup when he had Harper batting fifth and stuff like that. He used to say, well, you know, Harper's got to be higher. But, you know, the players love him. Uh, baseball loves him. He's an ambassador for him. He, he's just a, he's a great guy. Um, and, uh, you know, congratulations to him. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of wins. And, oh, yes. Uh, and a pretty you know, good player in his day, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Excellent player. I looked him up this morning, um, and I was kind of shocked because if you would have said to me, and again, I'm going to go to my guy Bobby Abreu, right, because he's just a, a reference point, benchmark. You know, Bobby Abreu, Dusty Baker, I would have, I would have said Dusty Baker, and I know Bobby Abreu. What do I know Bobby Abreu, right? But that's not even close. Bobby Abreu is like, you know, like at an eight, and Baker's like at a three. You'd be surprised, um, and, and I think the reason, because I, when I see the numbers less than I thought perceived, I go hunt for the reason. He didn't play. He had a lot of seasons. He didn't play 160 games ever right. or 155. He had a lot of seasons where he must have been injured. Mm-hmm. 110. And dusty? Yeah, 110. He, he has uh, he has a, at least three 150s up there. And yeah. No, Go ahead. If his career numbers. This. I was looking at his career numbers. I mean, they're yeah. really good. Go ahead, read them. Two seventy-eight career batting average, yeah. three forty-seven on base, seven eighty OPS. That's that's good. Uh, he finished MVP fourth in nineteen eighty. Yeah, didn't know that. So yeah, that's they're not they're not Hall of Fame numbers. No, no not Hall of yeah. Fame. But I didn't say he was good. a bad player. No, I'm just saying he he had some games where he he did post up a couple seasons. Yeah, so he, he'll get in the Hall of Fame as a manager. No, as a manager, as a manager, yeah, yeah. Yeah. slam dunk, yeah, yeah. slam dunk, absolute slam dunk. Right. Good, right. Long, good longevity coaching and playing. Yeah, congrats, congratulations, congrats Dusty. To him. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess next time Chad challenges me, he'll do his homework first. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my! Oh my! Um, bring it on, Clayton Kershaw. On. We have a slider shocking stat. Um, I'm just going to break this down, and we'll talk about it. Uh, in 2008, guys, Clayton Kershaw threw 0.4 sliders by per, you know percentage of pitches. Okay, in 2022, he is now throwing his slider 43.7 percent of the time, guys. He's doubled. Yeah, he's and, doubled from the early years. And this hot take wasn't necessarily a Clayton Kershaw one. It was using him as an example. Okay, as what's happening in Major League Baseball with the slider, the cutters, the changes, the the spin rates. You know where? What do you hear Girardi say? And I know everybody's against Girardi right now. Well, I use him as a point of reference. But what do you say a lot in postseason? Guys, baseball is tough. It's hard to hit a baseball. Yeah. Batting averages now are down to, uh, God forbid, I misquoted. Wizkid will tell me in two seconds. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I think it's 232 is where Major League Baseball. You know what? 232 is too low. That God, means yes. that pitching is now dominating. The dominating. Game. They put the baseballs in the humidor. <laughs> okay, now our home runs are down because everybody complained about home runs. That's right. So our home runs are down. We'll talk about this in a couple topics. Isn't it funny how so, that happens? Yeah. Why Just magically, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah, how, do you, how do you screw with the baseball? Uh, <laughs> you know, and they jazzed up the baseball, so home runs were up. They can't get it right. Let the game be played, uh, but the pitching is getting so good. And I don't. I think this is what baseball. They're talking about the shifts. 
some week Wiz is going to pr- so produce we the don't, research. Can, that, can I say one thing? Yeah, we don't we yeah. don't think it's because he's getting older and he can't throw as hard as he did uh, in two thousand and eight. Well, you do it, Josh. So he, so he do it. So he has to his, he has to rely on his I'm, off speed pitches. I'm sure. But so are other pitchers increasing. Okay, this that's what I'm saying. Oh no, absolutely. It's applicable. Oh, I, absolutely. To There's just the spin rate is a real thing. Yeah, it's a I'm real sure thing. It's a combination. People. Earlier in his career, he was closer to you know twenty twenty two percent of that slider usage. Now he's in the mid forties. It does definitely touch on the the emphasis on high high spins. It's all about spin rate nowadays in baseball. And it's getting people out. And Kershaw's obviously been one of the best pitchers probably of all time over the over his career. Just every year his guys his numbers are He's had an excellent year this year and I'll did. tell you, it reminds me of Carlton, the way he can come over that top and bust a right hander yeah. down and in. Oh end. yeah. And it's and like you're defenseless against that picks. And this tracks to another point you made when uh, uh Schwerber had the problem with the slider on the inside, he called ball and put on a fit and all that stuff, two strikes where he should have been swinging the bat. Major League Baseball was showing uh, examples of these left-handed pitchers now, what they're doing, and they showed pitch after pitch crossing the middle of the plate, being caught as a ball. And wow. I'm thinking, oh, wow, we covered this last week. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Put up Exhibit A, Schwerber. And, and when he can, flipped out. And now I'm not sure that was caught as a ball, but, but it was close, but it crosses the middle of the plate, you know, and the spin rates – uh, or be or devastating. The pitches are devastating now to be able to hit. Lefty pitching is like you know one eighty one with the top ten pitchers. I, I mean, just I just hope can't you, hit it. I just hope you spin me on the dance floor. I will spin you. I, I will be spinning you. For okay, sure. beautiful. Ray, you're taller. You lead. Oh, yeah. that's right. I'll be spinning you. <laughs> when I when I make my grand entrance, you're going to throw something at me. I am going to throw <laughs> something at you. I am so calm. All right, you'll disappoint me. I'll, I'll have a uh, recording of it for everyone. Let's stay okay, hot. here we go. <laughs> People, if you haven't heard of Logan Gilbert, that's Check right, Logan Gilbert, write it down, you are going to want to. Check this guy out. He's 25-year-old pitcher from the Mariners. He is currently 4-0 with an 0.64 ERA in 28 innings. Uh, that's two runs allowed in 28 innings. This is someone you have to check out. He's only 25 years old, quickly making a big name for himself. Guys, is he the next superstar pitcher? Uh, next Clayton Kershaw, perhaps? I, th- I think so. I mean, you look at this guy's sure numbers. Right. Even in the minors, he had a 2.12 ERA in 27 games. Awesome. I mean, his numbers are fantastic. This is the type of guy where you see him dominate every level he's played at. And he's starting off the MLB with this high momentum here now this season. This guy, anything could happen here. He could just – he could get – I mean, you want to say how much better can he get when he's doing this well, but where is his actual upside? Can he have an ERA? Like, can he be a next Clayton Kershaw sub three for multiple, multiple years? Mm-hmm. I think it's possible. Chad, is this his first year up with a big second club? It's his first really full year full this year. year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, they're also talking about, like, we get into the advanced analytics, the higher whiff rates and mm-hmm. all that stuff. For the listeners, he's doing stuff with the baseball that's making it very difficult for the hitters to put the barrel on the baseball. We were just talking about, you know, spin rates, velocity, location. Some people have a natural inside-out movement, like Mariana Rivera. They, they, they said – how did you learn that pitch? He said, I never learned that pitch. He said, I used to throw it to my dad at eight years old and say the ball was moving inside out, and he develops it. Look at the rest of his history. Absolutely. So th- this guy has a, a four-seam fastball that's unhittable. 
Um, you know, he's 25 years old. Where's he been? But, you know, we like to bring surface these players uh, that you can, you know, go into baseball reference uh, and take a look at. And, uh, and it's fun to track these guys. I, you know? I think this is a guy where um, COVID definitely delayed a bit of his start. Yeah, in 2019, point. he yeah. had great numbers. And then you won't see anything for 2020. I believe that's because the minors wasn't really going on there that's that year. Point. So we kind of got delayed a bit, which, which stinks. Because you look at a guy who's this good and you say, man, I want to see him as much as I can. But just, just look at his size. He is 6'6", 215 pounds. That is that. intimidating on the mound with yeah. that long reach I'm sure he has when he releases that ball yeah, late. It's four feet away. Yeah, it looks like it's coming in <laughs> uh, a couple extra miles per hour faster than it probably is. It's like me throwing my coffee cup across the boardroom right now at your face. <laughs> I'm wow. Sitting, I'm sitting three feet from Chad. I would Chad, he's getting violent. No. <laughs> Security. But, yeah, Chad brought up a good point about where the ball's released uh, because, you know, some of these pictures have different – stretches different release points and whatnot but um it's going to be fun to follow him he's not going to be a 0.64 era guy that much we can we won't set the over under on this kid at 0.70 uh but let's let's see how it plays out you got to follow the guy and see how it plays out guys we are going to uh stay with the mariners uh <laughs> We need to talk about former Philly, J.P. Crawford, and, and this just sticks in my crawl. Um, the one that got I, away? Uh, one of many. The one of many that got away, Chuck. Uh, he's 27 years old, which boggles my mind that that's all he is, and he had the best season of his career, of course, last year as a Mariner, where he hit two seventy three. And uh, let's talk about what he's doing this year. Get ready to get sick. Oh, God. He's batting people 364. That's right. A 364 batting average with a 452 on base percentage, a 591 slug, and a 1,043 OPS. Yeah. That's 32 hits, six doubles, four home runs. Um, now, for anyone. Wondering, you know, how did he do last year? Last year he played 160 games, so he was healthy. And he hit 273, which was easily the best year of his career. Before that, he had years of 230, 255 in 2020. So he's been making improvements. And last year was 273 with a 340 on base. This year he's taken it to another level. He's 27 now, really entering that prime and doing fantastic. And, and, and let's remember, in 2016, he was the number five the number five prospect in all of baseball. Guys, it goes, it goes back to what I said uh, when the camera caught Boehm. I think these guys just – I just think Philly sucks for some people. For some players <laughs> that can't take it. How do you really feel? Yeah. Well, I, no. I got to tell you. No, yeah, I hear you. And right. I, First I'm, of all, I'm just I'm just saying what what, what yep. Boehm said. We gave him 200 bats. Right. Chad Can you believe be that this guy – it's exactly what I was doing right now. Philly cut this guy or got rid of him. Only 225 at bats in the majors with Philly. Yeah, this guy's a number off, five yeah. prospect. We yeah. didn't even give him a full season. It's a, it's a How joke. many years do we give Franco? There is absolutely no uh, rationalization. No. Hey, Moniak's on his sixth year. Not, yeah, or look at Roman Quinn. The guy gets hurt every <laughs> six <year> hours. 
every six okay, he's hours. He's got like a broken hey, the whiz. Every boneless yeah. body. The, and we the still whiz give this is guy back. A shot. When he gets so are the up, headphones. Yeah, when he gets worked um, up. I am worked out. up. <laughs> yeah. Here pe- come the headphones. Pe- people don't see that the whiz gets worked up. He turns red. Yes. And Al's headphones over they come time forward. come forward. Yes. Start to encapsulate Al. Yes. But it doesn't make sense why we got rid of this guy. We didn't even give him a chance. That's why we had It's managers too. The it's one that got away. The <laughs> That's the header. Hey, I thought about it. What's the right header? The one that got away. Guess what? If you've got this guy at shortstop right now, oh, you're man. building everything else around that shortstop, okay? Sure. You got a whole different ball club. And all the money you gave Didi. Because he's better defensively than these numbers offensively. This guy is lights out defensive run Very save. Athletic. Oh, my God. So he, we, we uh, handed them a uh, you just can't, all-star. You can't player, looks like. make these mistakes, right? And no. I, I submit and, this. Hey, look I, at the coaches. I submit this. If you do at least have a, 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 a track to look at and say um, – we gave him enough. In our opinion, uh, 1,500 bats was enough here. Right. You know, he can't play Major League Baseball. You gave him 200 at-bats. You don't know what he could do in Major League Baseball. Somebody in the organization made a judgment from watching Minor League Baseball, which, by the way, every year he put up 100 points higher than his batting average on base. He was an on-base percentage guy in the right. right. Chad, you can't do you miss. have the thing uh, as far as a trade with Seattle they did or what? Yeah, it was um, – it was Gene Segura and uh, and and then Crawford and a couple other pitchers like Juan Nicasio, yeah, uh, relief pitcher yeah. James Pazzo. It, it's Segura. And yeah. uh, first baseman Carlos Santana, that yeah. stud in Philly we had for yeah. that. Yeah. Another guy. No, no, listen. I hear you. I know there's people listening around saying, wait, you're not, you intentionally didn't say Segura and he's really been good. Yes, he has been. And by the way, very underrated. He gets knocked all the time. He does. For batting 300. But Take guess what? For yeah. When Segura retires, yeah. I think this guy's going to be playing another yeah, five, Yeah, that's six, the point. That's the point, man. The point is we traded Segura like like the team had a chance to win back then, and we gave up a guy who ha- was a top prospect who can develop for 10 years to be with the team, yeah. and we just gave that opportunity away. Yeah, the Phillies will push back saying we got Segura. That's exactly Segura, what I'm saying. Segura, I think, is 32, if I'm not mistaken, age-wise. Yeah, well, he's on the decline now, age-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so he can still put up good numbers, but right. five years from now, Crawford will just be 32. They well, fuck five I, year, I, I, five years right. in a prime. Where is my guy going to be in his prime that's right. years, right? That's Where's right. Uh, I th- and of course it looks oh, like sorry. he's he's gonna he's gonna. We forgot. The I puzzle. got so fired up. I, it's been five minutes. I <laughs> okay. forgot about it. I don't even remember the last time I reset the buzzer. We just five minutes on Crawford. Okay. We we gave him more time on our podcast well, guess, I'll than the Phillies gave him in your organization. I will take everyone's. Okay, so for that, uh, I am going to take everyone's extra time away from. Yeah, him. We so can, no overtime for any of you. Right, and me. Okay. Uh, last month, we're going to talk about Kelsey Whitmore. Whitmore. Last month, Kelsey became the first woman to sign with a professional team affiliated with Major League Baseball. And this past week, Kelsey just became the first woman to start an Atlantic League game. And she made quite a memorable start, coming in with the bases loaded, two outs, and got the needed out to keep the game close. Yep. Um um, it's just amazing. Um, I, I, um, I don't know I'm what shocked. to say. You and I Me are too. shocked. Yes. We're shocked not because we disrespect the talent of women. Heck, no, I, I coach of lady not. softball for a long time, and I know how good they are and how great they are, but I never thought, and I don't think now, moving forward, 
um, in my vision, that you'll see a female playing professional baseball. I hope I live long enough to be wrong on that point. This is professional baseball, even though it's the independent league. I didn't think we'd see it. I, no, I did not. I mean, when when not when affiliated to when you have girls playing in the in the World Series, the, like the one from Pennsylvania. I right. said to Mary, she'll she'll be playing basketball soon. Right. It's just physically, it's so difficult. It is to play that game. And I mean, we've seen women uh, that that have played football that kick. You know, and yes, that's, that's pretty much a non-contact yes. position. Um, but I got to tell you, pitching where where. You, you <laughs> equate pitching with Hitters. power and, yeah. and, and, you know, 95 miles an oh. hour and up. Yeah. How'd you like to be the first one who struck out? Struck well, out. Back oh, to the dugout. You, think you're going to get your chance. You yeah. struck yeah. out by a girl. A girl just struck you out. <laughs> in, 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 Major League, in Major League Baseball. In Major yes. Baseball. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, that, there we go. Yeah, um, but anyway, hats off to Kelsey. Nice yeah. job. Congratulations. And you have Keep it up, girl. You have captured our attention, and we will be uh, following your career, and, and good luck. And, there, and I'll tell you what, that's one girl we should have uh, calling. Love to show. get her. That's right. Love oh, to get her. Fantastic. We will try. Yeah. yeah. No, it's exciting. It really is. I mean, it's really impressive what she's doing. She's just totally breaking all down the boundaries here. Yeah. She's taking it to a whole other level. So, yeah, where, where can she go? I mean, this what the sky's the limit. She sure. Can go anywhere at well, this point. Sure. just to put this in perspective for people hearing independent ball, that's what the Camden River Sharks were. Mm-hmm. Um, you then got to you know get into the majors, and that would be the equivalent of like high A, and then you got double A, <clears throat> then you got triple A. Hey, but, then, but but you get a lot of excellent. Like, I mean, God, Ricky Henderson played for cup of the coffee. River Sharks. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you, yeah. You get some of those guys too. Yeah, yeah. Guys, inside the NBA with Shaq and Charles Barkley. Is this the most entertaining sports show on TV? I I mean, these guys go after each other. It's absolutely amazing. And we all watch a lot of TV here. Give me its competitor. I know what you're going to say, too, by the way. Don't say the word, Steve. Give give me its competitor. Does it even have one? Does it have a competitor? (laughs) Al, it's got Al's headsets. <laughs> I, I feel good with it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're encroaching. Just start it back first. There you go. You. Now you and look they, good. And and if the, it goes down the back, we, I'll well, tell you why we, it was there. We're starting we to hit have, your eyeballs. We have a website. We got to get a picture of the website. Yes, of the headsets. We, we, we must. In, get, inside they the look NBA, like those clips. Inside the NBA with Shaq and Barkley might be the most entertaining show on TV. Yeah, but the most entertaining show in the world is, is watching Mr. Harris when the headphones start sliding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like. A little chipmunk, and it, it, I, it's it so cute. It, it I gotta, does. I gotta get. I do have to get a picture. I've been caught a lot of things in my life. That's the first time a little chipmunk. <laughs> Is it Alvin Theodore or which one? You, you, you know what's a bummer? When, it, yes. when you miss the end of the first half, which I, I'm a guy that likes to surf the channels. I, I wasn't watching the Phillies last night when they, I got a text from one of my buddies saying, "And the bullpen just blew it." Tommy sent me a text, and I was like, "No," and I pushed back. I said, "Yeah, right." He'll kid you every now and then, but Tommy's dead on. He's, he's good, and uh, <clears throat> even though he can't win in our little championship pool, but uh, so I turn the game on and I see the Mets have the lead. I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" I hate when I miss the halftime show because it's only on for a little bit of time, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, darn! I just missed Barkley and Shaq and everybody else." It, it is a really entertaining show. Do you think they've ever really come close to fighting? That's a good question. Well. Let I me, mean, it, it, they get. Let me. Let me uh, go I'll, ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll answer that with this visual. I'm leaving the Four Seasons years ago in a little sports car that I just got, Lexus little little guy. Yep. 
And the guy at the front, uh, the Four Seasons, knows I'm a sports guy. He says, hang around. The Lakers bus on a Saturday afternoon is just about, to, they just got done practice. Okay. The bus pulls in. Fourth guy off the bus is Shaq. And his teammates are busting him saying, hey, you're too bib to fit in that little car. So I put the seat back. I said, have at it. You know, he was laughing. What is it? And all that stuff. We're laughing. He got his rear end in the car with his knees out. Mm -hmm. And that was the end of it. Could not swing the first way. No way. Couldn't swing it under the dashboard. And, oh, by that point, the coach and all the players are out, you know. They're busting on him. They say, look at you. You're bigger than the damn car. You know, it was a great day. Uh, I wouldn't fight him if no. I were Barkley. Is my no, point. No. no. So, I, I, but you know what? They do go at it. It's just a no. Great, they do. It, it, it gets serious. It is um, an unbelievable show. Well, as we said earlier, uh, it seems like major in Major League Baseball, the offense keeps dropping, and the and the pitching is getting better. And I'm, I'm going to give you a couple of stats. Uh, and this is just over last year to this year. So batting averages in 2021 were 244, and as Chuck stated earlier, they are down to 232 uh, on base percentages down, slugging percentages down, 411 to 370. Um, OPS is down 728 in 2021 to 676 this year, and even runs per game, uh, 9.6 runs to 8.1 runs this year. Now, on on the flip side, we see that ERAs are getting better by a lot. I mean, last year, ERAs were 4.27. This year, they're down to 3.76. Ks per nine innings are are 8.9 in 2021. Eh, Just slightly down a little uh, to 8.5 this year. But what do you guys think? Are we seeing a... A uh, new trend in the big leagues with the spin rate and uh, the, the sliders and what, everything else? Yeah, what's interesting, uh, I'm going to say, is that, yeah, I mean, obviously the big problem, we already talked about that. But what's interesting here is, is it because the K rate per nine innings has skyrocketed? No, what's interesting here is that it's down. Right. But averages are down. This is I keep saying this, but really nobody wants to hear it. This is better pitching. Now, the problem is that everybody has a, per- a perception that better pitching automatically insinuates higher miles per hour. Right. So right. If, if that's leveled off, by the way, the, the average pitch speed at like 96, 5, whatever it is, has leveled off. You can only throw the ball so, so hard. hard okay, in ten years from now, trust me, the average pitch speed in Major League Baseball is not going to be a hundred hundred nine. Could you imagine that? No, never, never, never say never. We uh, have, we well, haven't we're, we're seen up to one hundred six. We haven't seen power numbers this low since nineteen seventy two, when the OPS was six sixty four. This year, it's good catch seventy nine. Good catch was yeah, and that's OPS, when the guys the guys were a lot small. Yeah, <laughs> their o- arms o- were a OPS, lot thinner. OPS, it's always been the mid sevens couple years a little higher sometimes the low sevens and now we're sitting here and it's under 700 yeah it's run production i mean the home runs are way down everything is down offensively and and they're messing with the baseball okay to take home runs away when you look at these stats what what genius said pitching's getting better for 12 straight years 
run production suffer. So let's take the home run away. No. I'm going to tell you something. In co- I, when I coached in college was the dead bat era. Right. I mean, the aluminum bats stunk. Um, and it was the game to me was just awful. And, and, and it looks like it's trending that way in the big leagues, man. And I, I just think they should just leave well enough alone. And that's my opinion, Coach. So let's go like maybe 10 years ago. If you threw over 95, it was this. Now, if you don't throw 95, oh, yeah. right. you're in the minority. Right, right, yeah. right. When you see these relievers coming in at 97. And, Listen, and do me a, a favor. Slider. Watch the SEC. Kyle, but, just watch but, the SEC. I'll just ask for a, a brief overtime. I don't want to use my overtime, but what's the solution? I don't like to talk about a subject matter and not put forth a solution. I, I mean. Uh, it's the <laughs> it's going to be moving the mound back. The, if you want a solution Man, that'll work, moving the mound back, and it, just a little in my opinion, would be one of the only options you have because hitters going to see the ball longer. As I've talked I don't before, know, I don't know. The shifts aren't going to make the difference here, right? The strikeouts keep going up, so if the guys aren't putting the ball in play, you have to make it easier for them to hit. The only so way to do we've been throwing we've been throwing one distance for a hundred years. You're going to move it back? Well, we changed height. When do we change height? We should know that, right? We we. We lo- we lowered the mound after Gibson. Well, you raised year, it with Gibson one Gibson, year, and yeah. he was so fantastic. The year, the year, the year, the year right. of the pitcher, sixty-eight. I'll, I think I'll, it was. Well, I'll tell you this: um, in in little league, uh, in, uh, you talk about a small world. Hamilton won the little league world series nineteen forty-nine. Joey DiGiacomo was so overpowering that they actually moved the mound back right. to for, from forty feet to forty-five feet where it is now. Um, so there's a little a big left-handed pitcher and just, you know, blew everyone away. Okay. Um, I, it's, I'll, I'll tell I don't know what the answer is. I know too, too many home runs is ridiculous. Uh, not enough home runs is awful to watch. Uh, who knows what the what – the, uh, I love this next category. I love this take. I had fun with this one. Who am I, guys? I stumped everybody Ooh. this week. I had, I it's had no now clue. time for – Set it up right. Set it up right. Chuck. Grimley's. <laughs> Who am I? I'm an outfielder for the LA Angels. I currently lead the team in hits with 24, home runs with six, and RBIs with 15. My slash line is 375, 481, 750, 1.231, and I'm a former number one draft pick. Who am I, Chad? The name is Taylor Ward, 28-year-old outfielder. Stretching out the suspense for the bud. Angels. I know, right? I was going to say Daryl Strawberry. God, we were going to have some fun with it. My Chad, guess was that Chad thanks. kills kills and, everything. And, and, uh, Mr. Peabody. Yeah, uh, and, the answer and Chuck is. called me yesterday with this. The first <laughs> sentence I said, well, "Well, we know it's not Trout because we're yeah, not going there." No, so I had no, no clue. No, this is number 27. This is the one you can go in a street corner today in Philadelphia, New York. And stop 100 sports fans and set them up. Get yourself a free beer. They go 99 out of 100, no yeah. doubt about it. Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, Taylor yes. Ward, nondescript player on the roster, good good minor league uh, stats, uh, and all of a sudden at 28 years old, blossoms. And now, will he continue at this rate? No, but he can diminish these numbers and still have an unbelievable year. Do you know, do you How does this and, happen? And Speaking of LA, can I just say one thing yeah. real quick? And this, I can't believe this uh, stat uh, passed both the Wizard and the Godfather. 
Do you know it's the first time ever that both New York and L.A. have all the first place teams? Do you guys realize really? that? Huh. Yes, sir. Think wow. about it. Mets, Yankees, Angels, Dodgers. How you doing? Okay. Hello. Impressive. I You're didn't welcome. realize we got off of Keller Ward. Okay. Well, we did because he is uh, with the Angels. You know, I he, he, he just had that, a wreck. Do you see one. Chuck had to wreck my moment? <laughs> I, he just take – he's got to be – I thought he was research for a second. I he's thought, oh, just, my God, I Ray, has, Ray has a tidbit of research he did. He well, must have a dream. I'm the star of the show. Right. You guys bring me the stuff. You know how that goes. <laughs> All right, bitch. Now, the, yes. now the, question, <laughs> the, the question here, yes. are, are the Angels for real? Oh, yeah. I mean, my I God, mean, they look got at three, the three of the best. Pl- well, yeah. let's see. They got the best <laughs> player of our generation. Yeah. They got the greatest uh, pitcher. Sla- they yeah. got Babe Ruth from yeah. Japan. Right. And now they found this guy. Yeah. And, their, and their ERA is right where they need it to be. Right in the middle of the pack with a yeah. 3.5 there ERA. You, That's go. all they need. They'll let their offense do the rest. They're third best in baseball, the 737 Ren, team. Ren, Rendon, okay, when they got him, he was red hot, but then he got injured, and he, he's not so hot. He's starting to get hot. So He's unbelievable, he, like I he, said. Yeah, if he plays anywhere around his career averages, you know, trout's trout, just stay healthy. Can I, since we, I, we, we heard the story. No, no, times. since we spoke about the dead bat, bat uh, since we spoke about dead bats earlier, yeah, right. Rendon did lead uh, – NCAA in home runs that year. Yeah, 16. That, that, so, that, with the dead bats. Yeah. And Otani had 11 strikeouts last night, so he's been a little iffy for a couple of it, weeks. But it, you know. Yeah, I still think they should declare him one way. And he did unbelievable numbers one way. It's, I, I still believe that. But I'm the only person. That's my next long range prediction that they're going to eventually just make him a one way player. Guys, uh, the Warriors. Gary Payton fractured his left elbow during game two against the Grizzlies. And what many people are saying was a dirty play by uh, Grizzlies' Dylan Brooks. While going up for a layup, Peyton was slammed by Brooks. Um, his arm was was slammed while he was trying to block the ball. He missed the ball by a decent margin, and uh, his follow-through resulted in a devastating blow to Peyton, causing him to land poorly and fracture his elbow. Moments later, Draymond Green caught an elbow from Grizzlies' big man Xavier Tillman and Green proceeded to give the finger to the Grizzlies fans while walking back to the locker room. So this is getting ugly. Yeah. Um, we, we, we got guys that are getting fractured elbows and, and uh, more elbows being thrown. What, what are we going to do? Is this, is this something we should watch? Yeah. I mean, NBA playoffs is just brutal. I mean, it, it's gladiators out there. And it's we said last week it's hard to stay healthy. I mean – it's, they just beat each other up. They don't play a fraction of the defense in the regular season they do in postseason. And I now agree if they did, there would be no postseason because there would be no players left. I mean, they're bigger, f- physically stronger. Uh, look at Max. He, he Compare him to somebody else who was an all-star back in the 70s speed-wise. Come on. You didn't have a Maxi. I mean, the game is so fast, so big, so physical – and then you put the temperament factor in where you don't know that Green's not trying to hurt somebody. I'm not saying he was, but he does have a reputation that precedes himself. And it's, it is out of control. It's very hard to officiate. I think in Peyton's case, too, he was ahead of the play. Yeah. So when you're coming up, I mean, they're so big and athletic and quick. If you've got a guy a foot and a half off the ground in the air where he has no control if he's hit – 
Right. The other night, Tobias Harris tried to help out Jordan, and he hit right on the back of his spine. Yeah. And yeah. I've been there. Well, you know, and, and the I'm damage here, too, because Peyton got hit. The arm was coming across yep. the body. Yep. He, the whole entire bicep slammed into his head oh, there. You know, we got it. Was, it was yeah. really, you, you really know. Really now ugly. you're going to flip the guy. You know you're going to flip the guy. Yeah, right? you, you, yeah. it's yep. – it's, uh, and the fans know, and we know because we get to see it 45 yeah. times uh, in replay, yeah. that these hits are just – And, and, and the pushback that he wasn't aiming for his head. Let me say this to that. If that happens against my player, I'm going to protect my player at all costs, and I'm also going to let the, the offending player know that when you swing your arm as a big athlete at that speed and you know a player's in the air, you don't have to aim for his head. You're going to flip the guy of course. wherever you hit him, whether you hit him in the shoulder, okay? Right. It Down don't there matter. Sneakers. You can't make that play defensively, I, uh, someone would say, unless you make it perfect, which so means you do, have a block. Well, here's, okay? here's what I think they yeah. should do. It should be an unwritten rule with these guys that when you're up in the air, okay, if you're not going for the ball, then you just got to respect each other. You know, almost like how they pull up on some of these quarterbacks in the NFL. It's got to be done because you're, yeah. you're going to end these guys. At, you're going to end someone's career. Look at LeBron's uh, block a few years ago. All ball. One of the best blocks you'll ever see. Right. You know, a different angle. I respect that. But he didn't injure the player. I mean, it was a clean block. He knew that. There's a lot of things that go into your mental focus when you're making these judgments at warp speed. But you, he knew he was going to hit this player in the air at a high point to flip him. He well, didn't know he was going to frack. They did frack suspend him. Brooks one game. Yeah. It just came through Good. last yeah. night. Yeah. Which, uh, but, you know, there's a history with Green and giving the fans the finger and all that stuff. I'm, yeah, I mean, well, that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Our, our final topic is uh, we're going to talk about Madison Bumgarner. <laughs> this yeah. is wild. This is fascinating. Yes, it is. I hope so, everybody saw it. If you didn't see you didn't, it, go look at it. Go, get into baseball. Uh, go into Madison Bumgarner. Just bring him up, and you'll see it on the internet. So, Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Madison uh, Bumgarner was ejected Wednesday um, in the first inning of his start against the Miami Marlins after a confrontation with first base umpire and fellow Paisan Dan Bellino. After a foreign substance check in which Bellino stared at Bumgarner during a longer-than-typical examination of his left hand, Bumgarner and Bellino <laughs> exchanged out. words, and Bumgarner was ultimately ejected. So the ump told a reporter that Bumgarner was ejected for directing profanity at an umpire. Video of the foreign substance check showed Bellino staring at Bumgarner while he repeated patted while he repeatedly patted his hand, but Bellino said he did not think it was a factor in the ejection. Uh, he said, quote, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he took exception to it. It was just a hand check, Bellino said. I, I will I'll lead off here. Did you see it? Everybody I, here I saw, saw it. Right? it. Okay. I watched the um, <laughs> I watched some YouTube videos on it. So if you look at what happened that inning there were uh, i think there was a pitch or two where Bumgarner looked at the umpire and just said look where was it and the umpire i think pointed said hey it was yeah. low yeah he missed so Bumgarner strikes. came off a little hot and uh, my guess is that bellino who was not the home put umpire so the, the home put umpire was separate here maybe bellino was trying to back him up or something like that and so he's he's massaging Bumgarner's hand 
and he's staring into it his eyes. It looks creepy. Like, like staring into an abyss. Like, yeah. what is this guy doing? Now, that was creepy. That was creepy. And he just, it, it just went on for so long. It, it just didn't it's end. 30 seconds. You look at the one with Miami, and it's like two seconds, boom, 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 That's done. all they do. And Bellino's out here giving this guy a full hand massage here. <laughs> I thought he wasn't, you know, asking <laughs> what, like, what the hell is he doing dinner tonight <laughs> or something? Yeah. I mean, you know, it was a massaging massage. you have any plans after the game? <laughs> yes. What, what's going on? <laughs> oh, my. And Bump Garner just looks at him. He says, what, like, are what, we what kind of here? car do you drive, big what, what guy? What are we doing? Yeah. It, th- listen, I thought you were going to start to make the point. You went down this path that he was trying to settle him down to get him out of harm's way with the home plate oh, umpire no. who's ready to flip the guy because you know Bumgarner's what his temperament's like. No, I, no. I B- love the guy. Bellino was 100% doing this yeah, in retaliation. He, was, he wasn't even looking at his hand. He was staring at him. Holding the hand. I want you to go out later tonight, hold someone's hand that, that you know. This doesn't go yeah. weird. And then stare into their eyes while you're massaging their hand. It just doesn't make sense what he was doing. He's yeah, not even looking at the hand. What is that lotion you have <laughs> on there? <laughs> you know, you don't know. <laughs> it was so disturbing Maybe to watch. Maybe Ray could try that with Marion. Uh, oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> now, if, if, you, if you have not seen it, you definitely got to Google and take a look at it. It's, it, it and fig- try to answer the question, what is the umpire thinking? It, it is uh, 10 out of 10 cringeworthy. And, Disgusting. Uh, and he's an Ooh, attorney. 10 out of 10. Not too, many, of 10. not too many people know he's an attorney. Uh, the umpire's an attorney. He's got a law practice. Yeah. Maybe he's saying, would you use us, you know, for whatever. Objection. All right, guys, we've come to that time where uh, we each get a minute or two for our final thought slash rant, I guess. Yeah, you know, we uh, we rant, thought, point of interest, I think expression. You first. Um, I'd, I'd rather defer, actually. I'm gathering really? some thoughts. I got two things, and I was going to see. Whiskit? I, I was going to pivot off the Whiskit this week. I, I'm oh. going to say um, my, my whole rant this week has to be on. The Phillies, more specifically, Joe Girardi. Uh, I'll keep it short. Bottom line, Joe must go. He has to go. He seems lost. He, I don't think he has the respect of the players anymore. Not saying they disrespect him. I just don't see it there. I don't see the, the energy and passion that they want to really fight for this guy. And uh, I just I think on that note, after yesterday's absolutely devastating historical loss, he has to go. They need a spark. They need something different because they have too good of players to be where they're at in the standings here. And on that note, something needs to change. Coach, yeah. My rant's about they've been beating a dead horse. YMB was on the floor with three minutes and 48 seconds to go. And they can come up with any reason, and I'm not buying any of it. He Great sat rant. out a lot of games this year, the whole quarter. And the man already had a ligament problem in his arm. And the record is like a harm. Nobody's ever lost a game in a playoffs with under four minutes to go when you took, you know, had the guy on the floor with a 29-point lead. So I'm sorry, but there's no way in the world you can justify that man is on the court. And another thing it's come up with, and now they're using Paul Reed a, a lot, and you should have had that kid up. He was the MVP to G League, but he should have been up playing a lot more because he's got talent. He's a little bit of wild here and there, but he can offensive rebound. He can run the floor. And it's coming now that he should have had more experience during the year so he'd have been able to help them out in this situation. And that's how great you do point. it, that's, ladies and gentlemen. That's a hell that's of a rant. That's probably our best rant. A of, great of rant. Nice and rant and uh, nice I, you know what? I wish we could have seen this series yeah. with Embiid, but – Go ahead. 
My rant is whether or not we, I owe Ben Simmons an apology. Uh, wow. I know that 99% of Philly fans were calling him a dog and much worse. And you have the psychological part of it and the emotional part of it and you have the physical part of it. And the guy just went through a back operation for a herniated disc. I don't know too many back sur- surgeons that will do surgery to make a situation look believable. They won't operate. That doesn't happen. At least in, in this country, it doesn't happen. So he had a legitimate, serious, you know, debilitating back injury. And we called him a dog. I don't know that you can play with a herniated disc. Maybe you can to a certain degree. I'm, I'm sure there's levels of pain with it. You shoot it up or not, and maybe other players have. But the bottom line is the guy ends the season not playing and goes under the knife and has you know major back surgery. So at least to some extent, we owe Ben Simmons an apology because apparently the guy couldn't play. Um, I'll leave it at that. Well, he, just, he chose to not disclose that information. You knew he had a, a back problem, but this whole thing about no, no, that was out there. A but surgery, how did he no one pass the, that was out there. the physical test between the Sixers and the Celtics? Great question. Yeah. How can that be? And I, this, we're I not talking about a sprain that doesn't come up on an MRI or this or that. And if he made it worse, that could only have been from, from trying hard in practice. And can, can we say, you know, last week we spoke, um, and it's, you know, today we spoke about suicide. Maybe there is a mental. I uh, I wasn't going to bring that up. Like you absolutely, said, like you said, maybe you know. What if it's uh, legit? We, we're no we're no one to say who who has uh, mental issues or not. Like I said, it, it's well, we were dead wrong on at least the physical assessments we made. Okay, all right, because everybody's called him a dog. Okay, he wasn't a dog. He had a serious back injury. Maybe we're wrong on the other assessment we're making about him. Okay. Maybe maybe just maybe. Well, to lighten things up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Leave it no, to that's, that's, a great, that's another great you, rant. By the way, you're coming up. you got to follow. You gotta follow I yeah. do, and it's going to be very difficult, but, well, here we go. People, can I catch a damn home run ball? Please. We saw the other day <laughs> how Toronto Blue Jays fan uh, Mike Lancelotta spotted nine-year-old Derek Rodriguez decked out in his Yankees garb. And he immediately gave the young, tearfully thankful child a home run ball that he caught. What a nice touch. Oh, please. Can I catch a damn ball and put it on eBay and make a few grand? Do I have to give the home run ball I catch to some crying? Wait a minute. To some crying kid? First of all, what's he going to do with it? And you probably just saved his life, right? First of all, the kid's going to give it to his damn dog. I got to make some money, people. (laughs) I could auction this damn thing off. Keep your crying ass kids off the camera, please. I gotta, I'm hustling out here, Chuck, to make a buck. This is good. So keep this your is... kids off the damn camera and let the adults catch these damn balls so we can sell them and make some money. I'm done. A lot of meat to that rant. Yeah. Very you good. bet your All ass. Right, I'm right. done. Take us home with that. Well, can we, can we respond? I mean, every other rant can we respond. Maybe the ball's not worth it, but I get your point. I get your point. It's a, it's a nice play, a very nice gesture. Uh, you know, it, it's something I'd love to be able to do to a kid. 
that was a fan, and I don't care about the baseball. I used to say to Chad, well, we go to the Phillies game early, and you'd be a foul ball 10, 20 feet away from us. I say, bud, we had 600, 600 of those in the garage. Right. No, but the, no, I'm going to tell you something. What this the guy's hell are you chasing that one for? Well, wait a minute. This guy's <laughs> probably going to go on, have a Hall of Fame career, and hit 600 home runs. And guess what? Number 204, or whatever the hell it is, is going to be worth a few thousand. <laughs> hey, everyone, we want to thank yeah. you uh, for listening. Mother's Day. Enjoy. Hopefully, uh, it's right. Happy Mother's Day to all you great mothers out there. And even you other mothers, uh, happy <laughs> Mother's Day to you, too. Where can you find us, Chad? We got our website, speakingofsportspod.com. Twitter, Speaking of Sports Podcast. You'll find us there. Shoot us any email, speakingofsportspod at gmail. Make sure you like, subscribe to the show. Give us your comments, feedback. We want it all. Happy, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Absolutely. Let's rock. See you all next week.